It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, I'm so excited that each and every one of you has tuned in today. We're going to have a great show today. Well, today, I'm actually having a snow day, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking outside my window right now in my home office, and I'm looking at all the chickadees brazing through this amazing winter wonderland, and I just love it. I live in Alberta, Canada, and we're definitely having a little bit of a snowstorm today, so I don't know where you are, but if you are in anywhere like that, I hope you're staying nice and warm. All right, if this is your very first time tuning into the Do Like Care, you know, we've been doing this now for, oh my gosh, 12 years now. We are listening to in over 30 countries around the world, and we're so excited. We have a list of amazing hosts. And I hope that you're able to check them out. They've had some fantastic shows lately. And you can listen to them on SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, and you can go to our Divas That Care website and check them out too. And I know you're not going to want to miss them, especially if you've got a day like this where you're going to be staying nice and warm inside. All right, everyone. As I said, this is going to be a great show today. I'm really excited. I'm going to be introducing you to a new diva that we've been welcoming to our family here. Um, I have not had the opportunity to interview this amazing woman, but she is absolutely extraordinary. I have gone through her bio. I've gone through her websites, and I'm just blown away with everything that she is doing. And I know that each and every one of you is going to be inspired like I have been. So welcome to the program, Alexandra Pishon. I'm so excited to have you. Oh, sorry, Candace. I just muted myself by accident. <laughs> <laughs> that is so I'm so excited to be getting to know you. And you know what? Honestly, I have done that more times than not. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's a great honor to be part of the Divas I Care today. Oh, my goodness. We are so honored to have you today. And I know that you're an extremely busy woman, so this is this is going to be a great show to have you on. Um, Alexandra, would you mind doing a little bit of an introduction about yourself before we dive in today? Sure. Um, I'm a screenwriter and producer with a company called Snap Films, uh, Snap Films Inc. And our goal, I have a partner, actually, my partner is uh, also a filmmaker and an award-winning director. His name is Sergio Navarrete. And we founded the company together. Uh, God, almost 20 years ago now. And our mission is to basically create a production hub that uh, tells high-quality and entertaining and inspirational stories uh, that resonate with audiences everywhere. So we we want to awaken the spark of what it means to rediscover the epic journey of everyone's life. And that's that's our vision for uh, projects that we do. Oh, um, my goodness. yeah, <laughs> it's big, small, small goals, you know. <laughs> yeah, just small goals. <laughs> well, and it's so inspiring because, you know, I was kind of going through some of your stuff, and I'm like, oh my goodness, that is absolutely extraordinary, and and I really like the the premises of how you're doing things. Um, I, can I ask you how you got into screenwriting because that's not something that you hear a lot of. Yeah, so I um I was a uh, going the academic route at more earlier in my life so I was I did my master's degree in English literature and I was I had the intention of going on to becoming a professor so 
that was sort of my way of getting into the writing space. But I had always wanted to be a writer deep down, and I always was a writer, you know, kind of secretly. But after I completed my master's degree, I um, took a bit of a break, and I got involved with a theater group that required an English translation of a, a Pirandello play. Uh, and Pirandello was a um, Nobel Prize winning author, very important Italian playwright. So anyway, my experience of doing that um, just opened up a whole new world for me and made me realize this is, you know, this is what I want to do. This is, this is what I want. I want this for the rest of my life. <laughs> so um, wow. shortly after that experience, I actually met my partner, um, Sergio, and we worked on a short film together that he was already, you know, working on producing and that I just kind of like fell in love with the whole process and never looked back. I never, I, I just committed myself to, to writing and learning as much as I could about it. And, uh, so cool. and then, you know, one film at a time started with short films and then went into some documentary work. And then uh, we made three features since our latest feature, the Cuban uh, stars, Lou Gossett Jr. and Shoray Dashlu. Uh, Lauren Hawley, and, you know, it has a wonderful cast, and, uh, you know, so that's where we're at, and we're developing all kinds of new projects now. <laughs> well, you've got lots going on. How? Why did you decide to write The Cuban? Like, that, that's pretty interesting, the movie. When I, uh, I went to the website, I'm like, this is a great one, and I can't wait to share it with our listeners. Yeah, so The Cuban, um, that's an interesting story, because... I had personal experiences with people with dementia. Uh, my father had dementia before he passed. Um, I have an aunt who had Alzheimer's, and um, I know that when uh, I went to visit her um, in the nursing home that she was in, she mistook someone for um, a soldier that she knew during the war. And so she had this whole story about this person um, who he was to her and everything else. And it, it just, these things just sort of sparked the imagination. And I know that Sergio also was all, was very inspired by this idea. And it was just something that we had in the back of our minds for many years. Um, and then we sort of, some of the right people came around and, and the story started coming together. Um, this, and also we had this fascination with Cuban jazz. So for anybody who doesn't know, the Cuban is the story of a young woman who gets her first job in a in a nursing home, and she meets this this resident in the nursing home who's completely not communicative, who has advanced Alzheimer's and dementia, and um, and he uh, and you know she realizes that the only way to kind of get through to him is to play the music that he used to listen to when he was younger. So, And she discovers, she, she develops a friendship with him. He starts coming around. He starts talking to her. And they, they become, like I said, they become friends. And she realizes that he was a famous Cuban musician from Cuba uh, back in the day. And uh, so I guess that, that sort of fascination has built up over the years with little tidbits, meeting people in this situation mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, little experiences that people had. And then meeting younger people, too, who had grandparents who had Alzheimer's or dementia. Yes. Or who were I had nursing homes. Yeah, it's extre- It's so common. It's like an epidemic mm-hmm. in our society. So we... Um, so. It, yeah, so over time, the story just started coming together. And um, we had the good fortune of being able to cast uh, Lou Gossett Jr. as a Cuban. So... Um, so the film came together nicely too. It came together very um, quickly because of that. 
And it felt like the timing was really right for it, too, because I think that we just went through a period with the, the pandemic, as many people know, where, you know, ones were in nursing homes and um, kind of sad situations, difficult situations there, too. So I think oh, it's exactly. Yeah. Well, but it's, and how uh, can ultimately it's an uplifting story. Oh, exactly. And, well, how mm-hmm. can our listeners watch this? So, uh, well, we've got a website, thecubanmovie.com, and then all of the links to all the different places you can watch it are there, uh, right on the website. So uh, it's on Amazon as well, or I believe it's on Amazon and Apple, um, Rogers. So there are a number of different places you can see. I think it's been on TV a few times recently, too. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations on it. And I know that it's won some awards, and it's done really well. And we're really excited because – when I saw this, I knew that it was something that I wanted to watch, you know, once I was kind of going through everything. And I thought, this is an amazing um, film that I think we really need to share with our our tribe out there because I know that a lot of them are very similar to who I am. And they, they you know, we obviously, we're a tribe for a reason, right? And um, mm-hmm. I really wanted to be able to share this with everybody out there. And, and it's really nice because being online anywhere in the world, you can definitely watch this. Yes, yes. That's the wonderful thing about the world we live in right now. Everything, oh you can goodness, access yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you've done not just this amazing um, new movie of yours, but you have other films that you have, um, you are out there. And I wanted to kind of just mention them quickly because I really feel that all of your films are something that our listeners would like. So if you, would you mind just kind of sharing about the other ones also? Sure. Um, so our first film was a movie called Looking for Angelina, which told the story. It was a true story uh, about an Italian immigrant woman named Angelina Napolitano who murdered her abusive husband on Easter Sunday um, while he was sleeping. And then her case became like the, the OJ trial of 1911. It, it completely exploded. And she was sentenced to hang, but the pressure that was put on the government was, you know, so intense. They received, we counted millions of petitions, really, um, that, you know, had her. So they put the pressure on the government to have her sentence commuted to a life imprisonment. Um, And it was really a story about, you know, what immigrants went through, you know, the early immigrants went through in our country and, um, and also the justice system and the the biases in the justice system. And also it was a, a story that is from our history books that was never told. And I always find that really fascinating. I'm work, actually working on another project now that is another story from our history books, but it's never been told fully. Um, so I'm really interested in And I in like that. I, and, and Alexander, I just want to mm-hmm. say that for all of our listeners, this is a Canadian history uh, story, which – we don't see a lot of out there. You know, we see a lot of American yeah. ones. We see a lot of European history things. And I'm very drawn to Canadian history because obviously I'm a Canadian and I find it because we don't learn a lot about our own past, and our own history here in Canada, that when I see stuff like this, I automatically am drawn to it and I want to watch it. And that's why I just kind of want to let people know, like, come and check this out. Come and check out what the Canadians, like people that have come to Canada have gone through. Yeah. And I don't think our, our stories have been very well told. Um, I'll agree so with that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, there's a, I think there's a lot there to be mined. I, I've, I don't know. I don't know what the history classes are like nowadays, but I just remember going <laughs> to history classes 
and in high school and, you know, kind of hearing the same history repeated year after year after year. And there's so much more going on. It's just unbelievable. So, um, and, and, you know, it's up to people like us, the writers and the, the filmmakers and, you know, to sort of dig up these interesting things that people don't know about. So I have I a personal that. sort of fascination with that. Well, especially the women to watch all of your movies. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, we made another movie called "The Colossal Failure of the Modern Relationship." That is probably pretty easy to find online. Still, it's in it's in distribution internationally. Um, So that one uh, stars Enrico Colantoni, and that's more of a comical film um, about a group of friends that go to wine country, and uh, you know, there's the couple there's a couple and uh, there's some infidelity going on in the couple situation and they kind of have to work things out, but it's all sort of done in more of a comical, um, lighthearted context. Um, and so, and for any of our really, listeners, I'm sorry, as you say, for any of our listeners, isn't he the gentleman from um, Veronica Mars? Yes, that's right. Yep. He was the dad. <laughs> He was the dad, Veronica Mars. I remember that watching that that show a long time ago. So, not you know, people might not remember his name, but I thought, oh, we've got to put that little tidbit in there too. Yeah, he's a wonderful actor. Just a great guy as well. So, yeah, he's he's lovely to watch him. You've had lots of amazing actors into your your films, and so it, it makes it a you know probably a lot of fun to be able to work with these amazing people. I um, honestly, I feel blessed being able to work with a lot of the people I've been able to work with. I I just, I mean, we've worked with incredibly talented Canadian artists and, you know, people from all over. But I think the day that I met Lugasi Jr. on set, um, I became extremely aware of (laughs) the fact that we were working with one of the greats, you know. I just, he's just amazing. Um, And Sheree, oh my goodness, also Quite incredible. She's a Academy nominated actress as well, and she yes. she's just phenomenal. Yeah, she's in the Expanse for anyone who doesn't know, but I think a lot of people follow that show, and that's great. And I know, and you had mentioned before when we had, you first did the introduction that you've done a whole bunch of documentaries. Uh, what type of documentaries did you do also? Well, I mean, we've made some uh, short... We haven't done a whole bunch. We've done a couple. We did uh, a documentary about the making of the movie Looking for Angelina, just because that history was so incredible. Um, And there's so much more to tell there, really. Um, And then we've also made a documentary about the Canadian film industry, which is not available anywhere, as far as I know. But (laughs) that was was documentary quite a while back. It was one of our first uh, films. And then a number of shorts. Um, including an animated short and, you know, um, and then my partner Sergio has also worked on uh, the animated. He was an executive producer on the animated uh, film Arctic Dogs, um, which is on Netflix and probably every everyone's kid has seen by now. But Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, this yeah. is, I, I'm really enjoying this because uh, I love the journey that you have gone through um, just for to get into it, but then the journey so far and all the stuff that you're doing now, like I find it quite fascinating and I'm like, oh my goodness, look what she's doing, you know, like I would love to be able to do that. And you've got so many projects. I know that we can't talk about the things that are going to be coming up here in the future, but you've got so much still going on. And yeah. our, can I ask you this? 
the the projects you're going to be having in the future here are they going to be a lot of Canadian stuff a lot of Canadian history or a lot of based in Canada or anything like that yeah a, a couple of them are uh, not all of them but um I said I'm working on about a Canadian historical story that is that is really exciting and I wish I could say more about it but uh I you know if we if we do this again sometime, I'll tell you all about it once we make our big announcement. Yeah. I, I cannot wait. You know, anything to do with, as as I said, like Canadian history, Canadian stories, I just, I think that's so inspiring. And um, you being the filmmaker from Canada, you know, it's it's, it's even better, you know, because then you, you have an understanding of uh, the unique culture and the unique way that Canadians are. It's, it's different than mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people perceive us to be. I agree. I, I agree um, very much because, and I feel also that we struggle a little bit with our sense of identity in this country. Um, yeah. At least I've had that feeling growing up here, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people I know share that feeling. And and I don't know that most people can feel that they can put their finger on what that is. Proudly Canadian, I'm very, you know, I think this is in many ways the greatest country in the world. Um and I do love that it's always been a country that's very, uh, not always, sorry, <laughs> not always, but it is <laughs> very, very inclusive and, you know, diverse and welcoming and, and all that. Um hasn't always been that way. That's true. But yeah. but we do pride ourselves in that. And But there's something more, like it's almost like we need to just mine that more. Like it's not, I feel like the histories that we're told are just barely scratching the surface. So I get really excited when I get my hands onto a story that most people don't know about, or maybe like you know it's a woman's story, and women's stories don't usually get told, um, you know, and mm-hmm. and it gives you a whole kind of it kind of shifts your perspective a little bit on what what our past is really all about, and that gets us a little bit closer to understanding ourselves, I think. And I love exactly what you're saying, and me, I, I mentioned in the beginning before we had talked, um, I had said that I was. I'm born in Ontario and I, I ended up in the in the West, you know, and I've lived most of my life out there. And finding that identity that you were talking about, it's very diverse throughout our country and so many different perspectives on so many different things. And I love when people can come out and talk about that and have being a mother of four daughters, you know, anything that we can do to inspire them and to have strong characters that you're mentioning are women and I just, I think it's absolutely brilliant, and I think that that will really inspire so many others out there. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I think the younger generation, uh, you know, there's a lot of room to explore things and learn things in a different way, and there's so many different avenues for exploration and learning things, and, you know, um, there's a whole world out there of, and on the Internet <laughs> where people can learn yes. all kinds of things. Yeah, so yeah, isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Um, so Alexandra, so if, if somebody's out there right now, and you know, what kind of um, tips and tools, things that can you share with them um, for for writing, getting into writing, you think, or screenwriting, anything? Yeah, you know, getting into writing, um, following their dreams, following their passion. Hmm. I would say definitely. Well, being true to yourself is a really big thing, and I think that's the most important thing anybody can be. So if, if somebody really feels that they want to, they, they're connected to this sort of um, profession where they want to get into writing or get into screenwriting, 
I mean, my best, I think the best advice I could give anyone is just jump in with both feet and uh, learn as much as you can. Um, There are lots and lots of great uh, writers' workshops, and there are screenplays online uh, or TV series um, scripts that are available online and that people can download all day long and read them and learn from them, uh, books that you can read, just sort of like completely immerse. My my advice would be completely immerse yourself in the craft of what it is because it takes a really long time to even start to get good at it. And it's a very challenging kind of um, discipline, writing discipline. Um, and it's also an industry that's not very generous to people. So <laughs> it can, you know, there are critics out there and there are all kinds of things ready to, you know, show you what you did wrong, but it's really important to, to mm-hmm. just be as um, comfortable in your own skin and, and know the stories you want to tell and just keep practicing and practicing and doing the work and uh, and believe in yourself. You know? I really love that. And find, yeah, and find a mentor if you can, and if you can't find a personal mentor, then, you know, there are people online, you know, who give talks and who um, there are lots of resources out there to help people. So, yeah. That is wonderful. And have a little bit of a tough skin, I think it sounds like, too. Yeah, which is challenging for a creative person, I'll tell you. But I bet. you got to, yeah, yeah. Do that. Oh, my goodness. Alexandra, I don't know if you understand how grateful I am to have you on today's program. I really enjoy talking to you. I am so beyond excited to watch your film. Um, I I just had goosebumps when you were talking about them, and I can't wait to share them, even with my daughters, because uh, this is something that we like to do, is we like to do films together and watch films together, and and I think these are going to really inspire them. So thank you so much, and I really would love for you to come back on the program. I know you have a lot of projects that you were talking about. I would love for you, once they've been announced, to come back on the program and we could talk more about them. I'd love to. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this. It was my pleasure. You know, it's all about collaborations and working together and talking and sharing. And I think that's what you guys are all about, too, is that you love to share stories and really inspire others. As with the Divas I Care, that's what we're about, too. So it was a perfect show today, and I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Candice. Thanks so much. It was an honor to be here. Awesome. And to all of our listeners, I just want you to know I will be posting a whole bunch of links. You might be overwhelmed with all the links I've been looking up and finding. And I want you guys to go and check them out because I think you're going to be so excited. Alexandra has got so many amazing things. And I really would love for you guys to go and check her out and to really be inspired by her like I am. Um, I hope that you're able to follow her. And Alexandra, I should probably ask you, is, can our listeners follow you on social media at all? Yeah, absolutely. I have a, uh, you know, I don't post very much lately, I'm afraid to say, but I do have Snap Film does um, a, uh, oh, my God, what's the word? Instagram. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. Love I have, it. That's how much I post. I don't even remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get better. I'm going to get better at this. Um, so I have an Instagram. I'm, I'm Sasha Screenwriter on Instagram. And um, just my own, myself on uh, on Facebook and uh, Twitter. Uh, I think Twitter is Ale Writer is the handle. 
AL lead writer. And um, and then of course our company Snap Films Inc. Uh, it has a has a uh, presence online. Um, our website is snapfilmsinc.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I, as I said, I will be posting all of this so that all of you guys can just click right on the link. Again, Alexandra, thank you so much for being my amazing guest. And I want to say a big shout-out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into the Divas That Care and, you know, following us and being supportive of not just the Divas That Care, but for all of our guests, all of our hosts. You know, we're so appreciative of each and every one of you. Make sure that you do something kind. You know, the world needs a lot more kindness out there, and I know that you guys do so much, so we appreciate that. So just keep up. All right, everyone, take care and have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.